This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Okay, Iris and Mohammed want you to know that they are not divorced. All right? They're in love more than ever. And that you can go to hell if you believe that their partnership marriage is not love. Okay? Sure, Iris is 82. Sure, Mohammed is 36. You can't put an age limit on love. How many times have I said it? So, apparently, Muhammad had some family issues to take care of back in Egypt. So, he had to go back, and so they were apart for a while. But that doesn't mean that they are divorced, okay? He's now back in the UK. He's been granted a spousal visa, and everything is fine. And there's nothing but love between Iris and Muhammad. Okay, their sex life is remarkable and she is so happy and he is so happy that they want people to know they are not divorced. And if you think they are, you should get a life. Okay, all right. Just want to be clear about that. And, you know, I would say that, uh, you know, sure, she's talked about how much KY jelly she's had to use because of some sort of skin condition that she has at 82. But that's it. And Muhammad is okay with it. So stop trying to pull these lovers apart with your hate. Okay? Just stop it. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome. To chewing the fat. I'm a sweater. Wouldn't you like to be a sweater too? No. No one wants to have or talk about excessive sweat, but it exists. That's why sweat block was invented. I'm a sweater. There's no question about that, you know, and I'm not talking about the knitted kind. I'm talking about the wet kind. And, uh, you know, I have been for as long as I can remember. I just started using sweat block. In fact, I'm wearing it as we speak. Amazingly, it works. Sweat block has heard from others that have been using it for a while now. An email to sweat block from a high school teacher from Phoenix, who is now a fan of sweat block. Teens aren't the nicest bunch. (laughs) Newsflash. So uh, when he bit uh, pit out he calls it pit out by uh, fourth period he'd hear the snickers and whispers so he started bringing a second shirt to change in between classes then he heard about sweat block he tried it and is now hooked no more snickers no more second shirt i am well aware of a second shirt carrying process 
There's no doubt about it. Just, you know, just in case if the, if you, the sweat breaks out, you want to have an extra shirt on hand. Stop excessive sweat for up to seven days per use. It's doctor created, doctor recommended. There's a dry shirt guarantee. If sweat block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. And it's not just for armpits, chest, back, feet, hands, anywhere that sweats. I mean, I'm working on a plan to try to bathe in it, just a sweat block bath. But for now, I'm going to go for the deodorant and the uh, the white pads. That's just for now, though. Uh, if you or someone now you care about is dealing with the excessive sweat, <laughs> you have to check out Sweat Block. You can get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com. You can use the promo code Jeffy, get 20% off at sweatblock.com. Okay, we talked about uh, the marital bliss of Iris and Mohammed, even with their age gap of her being 82 and him 36. Now we have the marital bliss of this man in Brazil who has nine wives. Well, that's not really true. The headline says, man with nine wives has sex schedule to fulfill my sexuality at any cost. Well, the entire headline is wrong. When you read the story, the man now has eight. The ninth one left. He did have nine. And one of them got tired of the whole situation and has bolted. He claims that he's going to marry a couple more because he wants 10. (laughs) Okay, good for you. Now, uh, so he has eight and the scheduling uh, is now gone because he got uh, got all wound up that uh, he was uh, scheduling it. And then he would be with one wife because it was she was it was her scheduled time, but he was thinking about another one at the time. And at sometimes he didn't feel like having sex, and so but it was scheduled with this particular wife, and you know he felt like he had to. It was forced into. So they've gotten rid of the schedule because they want to be more natural and flowing. So they just reverted back to the more spontaneous arrangement. And it has vastly improved their life. Oh, okay, great. Now, I just want to, I mean, I get it. And I guess they have an OnlyFans account that's probably a reality show. And that's how they're paying for it. Because, uh, I don't know if you know this, uh, wives ain't cheap. Oh, neither are husbands, Jeff. No, I know. I got it. But uh, wives ain't cheap. You can quote me on that, by the way. Wives ain't cheap. And uh, so you have nine of them. Holy cow. Now he's only got eight. So I mean, he's got a little bit more on the budget, but he's wanting to add two more. So he's going to be holy cow. <laughs> Plus, uh, it's probably better. And I don't know this. I'm just going out on a limb that you have different housing arrangements. I mean, it goes against the whole OnlyFans reality show because you want to be able to have everyone together. Um, but, uh, you know, kind of the big brother kind of thing going on. Ooh, yeah. Anyway, ooh, sorry, didn't mean to bring that up. And uh, But I will say that uh, when women all live together, don't they get on the same schedule for their uh, women stuff? That's right. That's what I'm calling it. They're women stuff. They're, uh, you know, that whole cycle. Uh, don't women, when they live together, end up being on the same time frame? Now, not that I'm aware. 
of anything like that ever happening, except I am. And uh, so you're looking at eight women and nine in the beginning of the story uh, that are living under the same roof and at the same time all take care of their women stuff. <laughs> that does not sound like fun. It uh, does not sound like fun. Now, it's not legal. He lives in Brazil, and of course, polygamy is illegal. So they're not, uh, they're not, the marriages aren't legally binding. So I guess technically he's married to one and, you know, lives with the rest. But man, does it sound fun. <laughs> it sounds fun. Now you can, you know, I get it. I get the fun that could happen. But there's also a whole bunch of other fun that could happen that doesn't sound fun at all. (laughs) But good luck. God bless. And you just, you can't put an age limit on love. You can't put a number on, uh, on love. Love just is, isn't it? We do know that there's a man who married a hologram. A couple years ago, now I remember talking about this. You know, where I guess he's called a fictosexual now. Uh, he has a bride that's a hologram, but uh, I know, uh, don't, don't. I'm just telling you that right now they're struggling, okay? Because he is struggling to bond with her. I know he, you know, sure the wife is a fictional computer synthesized pop singer. But they've been unable to communicate with his wife because apparently uh, now the uh, program that made the communication happen between uh, him and Miko uh, has gone down. Gatebox, which is a machine that allowed the device's owner to interact with the characters on the holograms, um, doesn't work anymore. So there's no more communication between him and the computer and it's been tough. So not everyone is happy in their relationships. I want them to be, I want everyone to be happy in their relationship and I don't want him to be bullied because he's married to a a hologram because he's considered a fictosexual. I want him to be, you know, in love and have a beautiful life. But until they get the gate box working again, which I don't know that they will, uh, you know, it's an old program, probably going to take a while to get that back up and running. So maybe you can get one on eBay and uh, fire that hologram back up again and they can start back on their communication and their relationship. And speaking of relationships, you know, Megan Fox, uh, you know, lives with Machine Gun Kelly. I don't think they're married yet. I think they're still just a pair uh they're engaged but they're not technically married yet so they are just a a pair a couple and she uh, did an interview on uh, for glamour uk and it was really strange and i'm not sure what brought it up other than she's just whacked out of her mind and so uh, machine gun kelly of course is you know sane <laughs> I don't know which one is the sanest one of the two, but uh, she went on to talk about her and Machine Gun. Uh, well, I'll let her tell you. Just a few drops. 
But yes, we do consume each other's blood on occasion for ritual purposes only. <laughs> it oh. is used for a reason and it is controlled right. where it's like, let's shed a few drops of blood and each drink it. He's much more haphazard and hectic and chaotic where he's willing to just like oh. cut his chest open with broken glass and be like, take my soul. <laughs> Let me bleed on you. <laughs> it doesn't not happen. Let me tell you. Maybe not exactly like that, but it a version of that has happened uh, many times. Take my soul. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? Who among us doesn't drink a little bit of the blood of our spouse or spouses or fiancés? <laughs> now, look, uh, they teased it before, I guess, when they got uh, engaged. But uh, Megan said, uh, I guess to drink each other's blood might mislead people. People are imagining us with goblets and we're like Game of Thrones drinking each other's blood. It's just a few drops. That's it. I mean, we do consume each other's blood on occasion for ritual purposes. That's it. It's, it's, it's controlled. It's like they shed a few drops of blood and each drink it. Uh, he's, he's much more haphazard and hectic and chaotic. You know, like she said, just take a piece of glass and cut his chest and <laughs> drink take my soul yeah so i mean it's not like they're talking about uh drinking what's the stuff that uh everybody's supposed to be drinking in hollywood adrenochrome yeah that's it adrenochrome you're supposed to be everybody's supposed to be drinking uh adrenochrome now that is supposed to give you some kind of mescaline high I remember the movie uh, Fear and Loathing in uh, Las Vegas with Johnny Depp, who was doing adrenochrome. And so adrenochrome is supposed to be from the, it's supposed to be not just drinking blood, right? You don't just cut yourself and drink blood. You, or, you know, cut somebody's <laughs> bloodline, just suck it down like a vampire. But you're supposed to take blood uh, from the adrenaline gland of a live person and drink that. And that's supposed to be, that's the super, super drug of Hollywood. The super secret elite drug that's supposed to give you, uh, you know, it's supposed to lengthen your life, make you younger, supposed to make you high. It's a super uh, hallucinogen plus it's supposed to make you younger. So, okay. Uh, adrenochrome it is. Wrap it up for everybody. Now, that's not cutting, you know, that's just not cutting yourself and drinking blood. You have to actually, that was the thing that they talked about, the, you know, the QAnon uh, conspiracy. I don't even know anyone that's part of QAnon or, you know, sending out Q drops, as they call it. But uh, that was the thing about, uh, People being kidnapped, kids being kidnapped because they wanted the the elites wanted their blood, right? Wanted the adrenaline gland blood, the adrenochrome. So, okay, okay, you didn't hear it from me though. I don't want to be affiliated with QAnon because if someone actually knows who they are and what they do and who they're affiliated with, I don't want anything to do with them. Okay, so let's go to the break room and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's get something cold to drink. I don't want anything warm to drink because 
that would be, there's a talk about if they uh, chill it. You know, I'm guessing that uh, the original pure adrenochrome is warm right from the fresh body. So I need something cold to drink. (laughs) I don't know if if chilled, I don't know what adrenochrome, chilled adrenochrome does for you. But if you can market it, hey, I'm all for you. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm. (sighs) Whatever I drank, good. All right, since uh, we're in the break room, I wanted to talk about this because I don't know if I should be angry. I, I, I know I was angry when this first started, and now I'm feeling that I need to be even more angry. <laughs> so Walmart has a discount program now with their Walmart Plus card. Now, I know that their subscribers to the Walmart Plus card gets you into line at Sam's Club. You can use the card to get gas at Sam's Club, right? And which is, I believe, has backed up Sam's Clubs because every time I go to Sam's Club now, there's more cars than ever getting gas. Now, high gas prices obviously adds to that. I got it. But now they claim that it used to be able to get, and I didn't realize this, I forgot about this, with that Walmart Plus card, they were giving people five cents off a gallon Now, I don't know if you were getting the Sam's Club discount and the extra five cents off with the Walmart Plus, or if you're just getting the Sam's Club discount. Because if you're getting the Sam's Club discount and an extra five cents off with the Walmart Plus card, I think I'm angry because I'm paying a lot more for my Sam's Club card than you're paying for that damn Walmart Plus card. So there's something that needs to be done. But now... Walmart is saying that the Walmart Plus subscribers are going to be able to use it at uh, 2,000 Murphy gas stations, Sam's Club, and, of course, Walmart stores that have gas pumps. I mean, Murphy gas stations are technically not Walmart gas stations, but we all know that they are. And they also are saying that they're giving access to 12,000 Exxon and mobile stations across the United States. I am ticked, okay? I want this discount on my Sam's Club card, and I want to be able to get it at these Exxon and mobile stations, not just the Walmart Plus cards. This makes me very unhappy. Uh, now they're going to have they want me to pay two subscriptions to be able to get extra money off at the gas pump? No. No, thank you. So apparently, uh, you could get the Walmart Plus card, a $98 a year subscription plan. All right, so I guess in addition to fuel discounts, members get free shipping on most items, the ability to scan items with the Walmart app. I can do that at Sam's. We have the Sam's app. I got it. And when they when you shop at the at the physical store, so you just scan it and there's no waiting at a checkout line. That's probably a good deal at a Walmart though. <laughs> Cuz they have uh really cut down on uh cashiers and opened up and made available more self-checkout lanes, uh, machines. So they drive you to the self-checkout on purpose. You see there's only so many so many lines open with cashiers, so it's like, I'm just going to go to the self-checkout. And they have you know more self-checkout machines. I mean, they do it on purpose. Don't, don't think you're fooling anybody, Walmart, because I got you. But I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to file like a legitimate complaint. I, that really a- angers me. 
that I'm paying. I've paid all this money for Sam's Club and to use, you know, get the discounts. I pay. I get their, I don't know, whatever their top line membership is so I can go shop there any damn time I want. And I can use the Sam's Club gas stations. I'm getting the Sam's discount. Now, if the Walmart Plus subscriber is getting the Sam's Club discount and an extra 10 cents off of that, now that's that's a problem. That that's that's a problem for me. But uh and they're able to go and get that same discount, although it's not as cheap as see, that's my problem. So whatever the deal is, whatever you're paying at the Murphy and the uh, Exxon and Mobile stations that are uh, part of the program, you get the 10 cents off of whatever they're charging, which is, I'm saying, Sam's Club is a low price anyway. And now you're going to add an extra 10 cents off, which leads me to believe that now they're colluding with each other. I'm sorry, uh, partnering with each other. And that's why, like, I drove by Sam's Club the other day and the gas price was, I don't know, whatever the price was, three sixty-five a gallon or whatever. And then I go to the, I drive by the Walmart gas station, the Murphy station, and it's like three sixty six. So is it worth it for me to wait in line at Sam's Club for that extra penny when I don't have to wait in line at the Murphy? Uh, the answer to that is no. But for an extra 10 cents, uh, yeah, I'm going to wait in, in, in Sam's Club line to get 10 cents off of the already lower price. Yeah, that has to happen. I don't know what Walmart is thinking, but it's ticking me off. So it's finally here. Yay. Yay. Disney is releasing the first trailer for the Avatar sequel, The Way of Water. It announced it's going to hit North American theaters on December 16th. Not the movie, the trailer. And uh, so, I don't know, I guess the movie is going to be released in uh, 2085 or something like that. So the first trailer is going to debut with Dr. Strange uh, on December 16th. So you're not going to get the movie in, in this year, but you will get the trailer, which is premiering in another movie, Dr. Strange. Just really weird. I, I don't understand. They announced this at CinemaCon. I don't even know why they keep trying to push this Avatar stuff. I enjoyed the first movie. It's one of those movies that is memorable, but not memorable. And uh, you can quote me on that. <laughs> Avatar, memorable, but not memorable. And, you know, I enjoyed it. And I watch it. If it's on, I watch it because I get it, you know. And it's, uh, you know, on Obtanium and everything. I got it. I mean, it's the highest grossing film in history from 2009. And now they claim that there's four sequels planned for this. There's no way. There is not a chance that they make these movies. I mean, Cameron is what a hundred now and he hasn't even two isn't even out yet. I mean, it was supposed to, two was supposed to be open in 2014. <laughs> right. But camera was Cameron was waiting on some special technology that he wanted to have for his films. Okay. Whatever, whatever. I got you. So I guess, uh, you know, the way of water is uh, going to be wonderful and it's going to be great. And James Cameron, who has said the sequels will make you crap yourself with your mouth wide open. Will it, James? Will it? Now, James has been living off of Avatar 1 since 
2009's was a huge hit, you know, obviously, you know, highest grossing film. So he's 67 now. Now it's taken him, what are we, uh, 10, 11, 12, 13 years to make a trailer for a film that hasn't been released yet. And so now we're to believe that four other movies are going to be on their way from James and they're going to make me crap myself because they're going to be so good. I'm sure that James may be thinking about he'll be crapping himself at the nursing home by the time any of these movies gets released. I mean, I'll give you maybe, maybe the way of water gets released. Maybe the way of water gets released of Avatar, you know, Avatar 2. There's not a chance that three, four, five, six, seven, any of them ever get made. There's not a chance. Sorry, I just don't believe it. And I would be willing to make a bet that the trailer doesn't release with the movie in December. (laughs) I would be willing to make that bet that when Doctor Strange is released, uh, premieres on December 16th, that there's some excuse of the trailer for Avatar 2, The Way of Water, doesn't even make it then. I'm willing, I, I think I'm willing to make that bet. So mark my words. When they tell you, I mean, I, I'm happy to see the trailer. I, I'm happy. There's no, I, I, I'll be surprised if the movie ever gets made. And for sure, there's not going to be a three and a four. But I wouldn't be surprised if the trailer gets knocked off in December 16th. Mark my words. When they premiere Doctor Strange, they'll say, oh, man, we, whew, yeah, we said back at the old CinemaCon that, uh, the premiere for the trailer of The Way of the Water, I'm sorry, The Way of Water, uh, it was going to be released, but one thing led to another, and James wasn't happy with this, and so, we, you know what, we're going to release it, uh, the next premiere in, uh, 2023, and then that will may or may not come. I mean, you make that bet as well. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, I really don't have a who died today. We've got a couple of, uh, you know, death stories. Like, uh, well, I mean, we have to check in daily on CNN+. Plus. They said they were shutting down. And uh, I, I don't know if they've completely shut down yet or if they're still hanging on. Can we? Oh. Oh, yeah, okay. All right, nobody's unplugged them yet. They're still. Oh, yeah, okay, good. All right, sounds like they're still uh, still hanging in there. Okay, just waiting for someone, maybe the fam- another family member to show up before they actually pull the plug. So that's good. Yesterday, we had a uh, funeral or a memorial for Madeleine Albright, the first female secretary of state. And I thought, wait, what? Madeleine Albright died on March 23rd. 
For those of you listening live or, uh, you know, listening whenever you're listening, uh, at the time of this broadcast, it is the 28th of April, which means they had the funeral on the 27th of April, 2022. She passed away over a month before they had the funeral. Have they been, have, did I miss the Madeline Albright carry around the country caravan? where she did the rounds all over the country that we were supposed to pay our respects to her. She wasn't lying in, uh, in state at the Congress <laughs> all that whole time. Was she, I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I certainly don't remember seeing, uh, you know, seeing a crowd or cameras on her coffin lying in state. So I don't know what the heck happened. I don't know why we had to wait so long, but really weird. And they were all there. They were all there. I mean, the Bidens and the Clintons, and they all got up and spoke, and Hillary and Bill, and just how wonderful Madeleine Albright was. And I get it. She, you know, no problem. But it was just, and they all were masked up, and they all were paying their respects over a month later. Really, really, really strange. Really, really strange. All right, so... That's, you know, who died today. But I love the crime. Uh, there's some, some serious crime stories today. Uh, there was a guy in Texas, 70-year-old Texas man. Uh, he was pissed that uh, his neighbor's dog was running around the neighborhood. And uh, he can't, you know, dog's probably running around crapping everywhere. So he's out doing some yard work. And uh, he tells the girl, hey, uh, take care of that dog. I'm sick of your dog running around. Keep your dog in your yard, all right? And so the girl goes home and uh, tells her dad, uh, yeah, uh, you know, old man Elliot is uh, pissed and he's hollering at me about the dog. So her dad runs down there to get in Elliot's face and says, what are you talking about? How about you uh, How about you back off? It's just my dog. He's fine. Everything is fine. So old man Elliot uh, kicks him in the leg, pulls out his gun, shoots him in the stomach. Walks over to the truck, throws his gun back in the truck, and uh, goes back to doing yard work and leaves the neighbor just <laughs> lying in the middle of the street. <laughs> not funny. It's not funny at all. I, I'm not laughing. <laughs> so the first responders were called and they got there and they airlifted him to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. Yeah, he got shot and then they just let him. You know, lay in the middle of the road. I got, you know, I got some, I got some bushes to trim. I don't have time. I told you, don't come up on me like that. All right. <laughs> so he's been arrested for murder and he's being held on a million dollars bond. Probably a good thing. I just, I, I, it's not funny and it's terrible, but I love the idea of, I'm just going to shoot you. I'm going to throw my gun back in the truck. I got to go back to pruning some bushes, doing some yard work. I'm just going to let you lay in the middle of the street. Okay. All right. We're good. No, we're not good. We're not good at all. <laughs> and if he was a bad guy, maybe I see it. Right. I mean, we know, I see where everybody's talking about uh, Sheriff Bob Johnson from Santa Rosa County, Florida. Back up in the panhandle for those of you that are aware here holding up my hand here this is florida and way the heck over in the panhandle almost you know alabama mississippi way over in the panhandle and uh, anyway uh sheriff uh bob johnson is making uh, the news because he said that uh if homeowners fatally shoot intruders 
the chances of them reoffending are zero, and we like those odds. Yeah, uh, good deal. I mean, he's been taking notes from uh, probably the best sheriff in the country, Grady Judd, in Polk County, Florida. And if you hold up the map, Polk County is right there in the almost the center of Florida, just uh, east of Tampa Bay. Anyway, uh, Grady Judd's been preaching that kind of stuff for a long time. Now, there's great sheriffs all over the country, no question, and a couple more in Florida. And, of course, we have uh, Sheriff Weyburn here in uh, Tarrant County, where I live in Texas, who has the same mindset. And uh, I believe uh, Sheriff Skinner in Collin County, which is uh, county over, uh, has the same mindset. And there's plenty of there are plenty of good sheriffs all over the country, but Bob Johnson is not the first, especially not in Florida, to take charge like that. Uh, you better better be giving my man Grady Judd uh, some love for that. In war news, uh, our president uh, Joseph Robinette Biden has asked Congress today to authorize thirty three billion dollars in new ukraine war funds including 20 billion dollars for weapons so i mean man what could possibly go wrong with that i mean maybe we need the money i see where the russians are using trained dolphins to guard their naval base in the black sea so you can't get by a trained dolphin there's just no way <laughs> a u.s naval institute report said that russian navy placed two dolphin pens at the entrance of their harbor off the coast of crimea crimea and uh, so these dolphin pens at the harbor's entrance which is being used as a naval base by russian forces the pens were placed there around the time of russia's february 24th invasion of ukraine so we've got trained dolphins protecting the uh, harbor there for the russians so we need 33 billion dollars to enforce the war or at least help i know we're not part of it i mean please we're not doing anything to be a part of the russian ukraine war we're just sending money over there and weapons and we're training them that's all though that's it so i know that they're you know seizing the oligarchs yachts and properties as much as they can around the world and so we've got that i don't know that we get any money for that but we are other countries are seizing all the oligarch stuff we've talked about that before but now we're going to start doing it here in the u.s uh president biden uh talked about it today and this will make you feel better of uh, that will enhance our underlying effort to accommodate the Russian oligarchs uh, and make sure we take their take their their ill-begotten gains, <laughs> we're going to accommodate them. <laughs> we're going to seize their yachts, their luxury homes, and other ill-begotten gains of Putin's kleptocracy. Uh, yeah, kleptocracy and klep- the guys who are the kleptocracies. <laughs> So, I mean, you feel better now, right? We're at the, we're doing great things. We are doing great things. Uh, There's no doubt about that. And then we have the war at home, which is awesome. Our uh, Homeland Security director, who is great. I'm sorry, the secretary, the Homeland Security secretary, Alejandro Mayorkas, who is great uh talked about a couple of things yesterday that makes you feel good 
about the United States of America. He confirmed that uh, his department is in talks to divert veteran affairs resources, the VA, doctors and nurses to help care for illegal immigrants. Uh, How about no? How about we take care of our veterans first and to hell with the illegal immigrants or migrants or whatever you want to call them? No, I'm sorry. We're not diverting veteran affairs resources for that, but you can count on this administration doing that. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to. I know I usually don't get political on this show and I probably should apologize, but it's maddening. So it's not really an apology. And as long as I'm here, I might as well talk about one more thing that Homeland Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas uh, announced yesterday that they're creating a disinformation governance board to combat misinformation ahead of the 2022 midterms. Isn't that interesting? Isn't it interesting? Huh. That they're doing that at the time when everybody is mad that Elon Musk bought Twitter. He's not even going to be in charge of the place until October, maybe. And isn't it interesting that when you look through the headlines of Elon Musk, and this is happening right at the time, right at the time when we're just beating up Elon because criticism of Twitter executives prompting online attacks, Musk's and tech's great man fallacy, uh, pedals free speech right before he ends the world, Twitter workers freaking out over his internal Slack messages. Oh no, oh no, I hope they're okay. I don't want them to be, I don't want anything, I don't want them to feel bad because he's saying rough things about how they did their job or do their job. It's amazing that we're going to have the uh, disinformation governance board. And you thought I was kidding when uh, I talked about it's not free speech unless it's censored. Your opinion matters as long as it's the same as mine. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's actually happening now. So, all right, I'm done. I'm done with the, the political stuff. I'm sorry. Uh, I There, I apologized. I try not to do it here on Chewing the Fat. Sometimes I get a little carried away. I'm on Pat Unleashed a couple days a week, and I get it out of my system a little bit there. But sometimes it's just a little much for me even here. And I can only take so much. And things are not looking good. And I'm so... No, I'm not going to... Stop it. Stop making me go there, okay? I already apologized. All right, we're moving on. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So we talk about uh, houses of the hoity-toity. Uh, here on Chewing the Fat. And I was looking through uh, some houses that I thought would be, you know, 
hoity-toity enough for you. And uh, then I see this deal of Brooke Shields and the house that she sold in Southern California for $7.4 million. Now you think, eh, $7.4 million in California. Was that a double wide? Kind of is. I mean, it's uh, 5,300 square feet of total living space, five bedrooms and five bathrooms. But it, uh, it's kind of small. I mean, I, the pictures, uh, you know, even they say that it's the cozy chalet style, which means it's a dump. It's a double wide. <laughs> it's located in Pacific Palisades neighborhood. And, you know, I guess the views are nice, but it's got like a one car gated driveway without a garage. I didn't see a garage anywhere. They show the foot, you know, pictures of the place that uh, are there and you see the you know the nice parking area the bricked parking area but there's no garage so it looks like what was a garage is you know has been made in made over for rooms and such so you know you're not getting a garage you got the one gate access it gives you the rustic look it does it it's on half an acre i mean that's that's nothing they've got a piece of dirt in southern palisades it's pretty amazing that Brooke is, that she was living here. It's a three-story house, and uh, it's got the brick porch. It's really pretty. And, you know, it's, it's pretty, and it's nice. It just seems like Brooke could do so much better. I bet you her apartment in New York is bigger than this. I bet you her house in New York is bigger than this. I, I'm going to have to look that up. I may look that up at a later chewing the fat date. But I was looking at it, and I'm thinking, you know, yeah, you could live there. It's nice. I'm not real crazy about it. I don't necessarily like the way the rooms are set up in it. I kind of like the, uh, I kind of like the big storage area they have. Uh, the one closet area with the sauna is nice, but it's on the tilted roof side, the, the slanted roof side. So you have the slanted roof that you have to deal with, uh, on one side of this big closet, kind of agonizing. Uh, they have a nice pool outside. The bedrooms look kind of small. The washroom is nice. A couple of dryers and a washer. No washer and or little dryer in the closet, though, which uh, I'm a fan of. Uh, if I was building a house today, it would have a washer and dryer, a little handheld one uh, in the closet. That's, a, that's the way to have it. That's, uh, that's, that's What's-Her-Face's idea. Carrie Underwood, genius idea. Anyway, uh, Brooke's place is, you know, okay, but I was thinking that she could do so much better. Very disappointing for Brooke Shields and her little cozy chalet. And then I see serious houses for the hoity-toity. Bernie Madoff uh, has a Hamptons house that uh, nobody wants to buy. (laughs) That's only $22.5 million. I know, and nobody wants to buy Bernie Madoff's old place. Amazing. So I don't know what the deal is. I don't know why you wouldn't want to live in Bernie's old place. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, it hit the market in 2018 for 21 million. No offers. They knock it down to 19.9 million. No. They knock it down to 17.9 million. Oh, no. Sorry. Not going to do that. Now it's been sitting there for a long time. Maybe they ought to call realestateagentsitrust.com. And call the website? Yeah. They should call realestateagentsite.com. You ever call a website like that before? Maybe you ought to just go there. Because uh, it seems, I mean, the wife is living in Connecticut in some apartment. So let her move back in. <laughs> so I guess, you know, it's it's a beautiful place. But it, uh, it's there in the Hamptons. And uh, looks like uh, they're not going to sell it. 
Uh, Madoff and Ruth purchased the land for two hundred fifty thousand in the early eighties. Uh, they added a little bit of zero point one acre of waterfront for twenty thousand dollars, and their heart and soul went into this project after purchasing and developing the property. And you could just see it's just beautiful, and it actually is gorgeous. And uh, it's sequestered on nearly one point five acres, one hundred eighty feet of Atlantic views. The stunning Montauk Hideaway awaits its new chapter at the end of a long gated drive. <laughs> the kitchen has floor to ceiling windows to allow abundant natural light. The primary bedroom, sliding glass doors that open out onto an outdoor deck, as well as a bathroom with dual sinks. I mean, who doesn't have a bathroom with dual sinks? You move it into some kind of Motel 6 with some small bathroom? <laughs> but it is even smaller than Brooks' place. Uh, three bedrooms and three baths. So for 20 million bucks in the Hamptons? For three bedrooms and three baths? No, thank you. And it's 3,000 square feet. I mean, it's pretty and everything, but it ain't worth 20 million. No wonder it's sitting there. And no, uh, I mean, I don't think it has anything to do with it being Madoff's old place. It has something to do with, uh, man, can we add an extra trailer on the side of this? I mean, it's beautiful and I love the views and we have the ocean right there, but uh, no, thank you. Not for 20 million. Not going to happen. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.